Hi, how's it going? Um, I want to give a quick note about this episode before it begins. Um, for some reason, while we were recording, Nick's mic did not work. So his voice, along with mine, is only being heard through the microphone that I was talking into. Um, it's not the best sounding, but I still thought this was a very good conversation. So I'd like to release it to the world. And I hope that it does something for you similar to what it did for me. Because it was worth it. So, yeah. It's... See you around. Bye. still people. I mean, there were people before they got kidnapped. Yeah, but they're, they're like little people. They're, I mean, some of them are. They're, they're, they're varying the size. They're not going to survive in society. Well, yeah, that's why you, you pick them up. Like, well, I mean, the whole point is that they get killed by you. Yeah, but they're just goofballs. Yeah, I know. They're just little goofballs. You buy them to torture them to death. I didn't do that. Well, I'm not saying you did, but people do that. That's all I didn't do that. It makes me feel like you did. I had nothing to do with that. I didn't even create that idea. I didn't start that trend. They're just silly. I feel like you did now. They're just silly little goofballs. What was the? Well, do you know anything about the like the the idea of them being created? <coughs> what do you mean? Like, do you know why they were created in the first place? The silly goofballs? Mm-hmm. For a silly goofball time. Yeah, what does that mean? You know what it means. Is it what I said earlier? Will. Who's Will? Goodwill Hunting? No. You know, I never knew what that misstood for. Misstood for? I never knew what that stood for. G-W-H... I always ask for George W. Washington. It's George happening. I'm going to start a non-profit. Guess what? What? We're recording. How long? Uh, minute, two minutes. They heard us? They heard the silly goofball. Yeah. They can't know about that. Well, they know about it. Oh, well, I guess they do know about it. All you got to do is go to your local Walmart. Go to the drinks and water section. They're not in the drinks and water section. They are the one down here. No. No. How do you know? You said you know nothing about it. They're in the light bulb section. Maybe at your place. Where do you go? Harris Teeter? I don't go to Harris Teeter, bro. Where do you go? Ace Hardware. They don't. They sell them there now? Yes. Silly goofballs are going up. Hmm. I guess that's good for whoever gets royalties for that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't think so. I don't. I don't get them. I don't, I don't know get why royalties. You're saying that like that when you you wouldn't say it like that if you didn't like. What do you mean? I don't get royalties for like, it. Like I don't get royalties, and I'm not saying that like that. Like I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't either. That's why I just said it. I don't it's get really royalties. It's really suspicious for that you're saying it like that. I don't get payments, in increments or. Weekly, you know, monthly. It's not weekly. It's not monthly. Oh. It's definitely not. You know, by. By a uh, uh, half year, whatever you would say. Mm-hmm. 
It's not twice a year. If you obviously you don't, but if you were, how much money would you be pulling in doing that? Like like how much money would a person pull in getting royalties from an idea that they created about chili goofball wrapped in saran wrap that you buy at the store? I mean, <clears throat> I mean that's like you know that's I mean, like just, asking that's like asking how much just ballpark. You know that's that's like asking how much money does does uh you know does the creator of of meat get, you know. No. You know, that's like asking, you know, Jeff. Jeff Bezos, you, you know. Yeah. I know him. You know him. You, I, do yeah, you know him? I know of him. Oh, uh, yeah, I know, of, I know <coughs> of him, too. I know of him, too. You don't know him personally? No, I don't know him personally, but that's like asking him, you know. How much money he makes? You know, a little more specific. How much money he makes off of pantyhose? Yeah. Not buying out of Amazon? Yes. Wait, you so know. how much product? So that's like, you know. Wait, why is that? Wait, what? That feels like that means. That so, if I were to give you a ballpark, you know, I could afford that, but I could also give you a price. It's around five hundred million dollars from goofballs. Yeah. Oh, but that's just a ball. You know, that's just if I were to make royalties. It's like off. a guess. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's not for sure yet. But I mean, it, it, it's in the, it's in the works. The, the the idea of it is in the works. You know, I'm still perfecting the, the guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Interesting. Yeah. So you're not affiliated with Goofballs at all? No, no. You're lying. I just looked it up. It's the CEO of Goofballs, Chris. That's bullshit. Delete the delete it. Delete the tab. That's Wikipedia, isn't it? It's Wikipedia. It has a picture of you too. What? Let me see it. You know, that doesn't mean anything because I said I'm still working on the idea. So I wouldn't lie to you. Oh, here's another picture. I wouldn't lie to you. Where is this taken? <laughs> don't don't show me that picture. Is this picture with you and Jeffrey Epstein? Don't show me that picture. <laughs> Just don't, kidding. Don't was, bring me that, back, bro. That was too dark. Don't bring me back. It wasn't him and Jeff Epstein. It was him with um, Mike Podesta. Who's that? I don't know. He's a politician. Mike Pedestrian? Yeah, he's like a pedestrian. He like walks on the sides of walks. Walks on the sides of walks. Okay. Well. I didn't say that. Let's get out of this, this silly goofball stuff. Let's not stop, okay. ta- let's, let's stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> not for anything in particular, right? We, we're in uh, episode 18. Of the Accomplish Nothing podcast journey. And uh, I got nothing planned as usual. So what do you got for me? Why don't you give me a really, why don't you actually think about this and give me a really in-depth question that we can talk about for at least 10 minutes. Mind-provoking, thought-provoking, food for thought. Food for thought-provoking. I'm going to pull up Jeopardy music. Okay. While, right. it, while you think about it. Never mind, it's going to get copyrighted. You think ignorance is really bliss? Um, the idea of being like. Yes. Naivete. Yes. Naivete. 
Really? Because I've seen it firsthand. Yeah, me too. And I, I'm jealous. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm very jealous of those people. Why am I cutting off? Hold on. Um, yeah, for sure. I, um, I feel like at some point everybody does lose that ignorance, though. It's just going to be later than some. No, well, I don't think so. No, I think. I think some people, yeah, some people lose it at some point. Some people don't ever. I think some people lose it too late. Maybe too late is in like when they're seventy years old. Seventy. Yeah. Maybe. And yeah. that's when they become grumpy old people, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. who can't drive faster than 20 miles per hour. And have to scream at people outside their car. Yeah. Call them fucking a fat pig or something because you throw a banana peel on the grass. But. Definitely didn't happen to me. Okay. But. Fucking asshole. <laughs> but the idea of. Also, she, she like continues to drive up next to me and scream. I mean, hypothetically, like this didn't happen to me right. a couple months ago. When I threw when someone when I threw a banana peel outside my window, but it didn't happen. It didn't no. But being called like a, a disgust. Oh no, she called me a disgusting pig. I mean, she in this like imaginary scenario. Where the, you have a weird imagination. Yeah, she called me. She, I mean, yeah, she called me a disgusting pig, and she said, um, yeah, she was just following me with her window open right next to my car, yelling. So insults. you're creating that idea yourself. Mm-hmm. But never happened really. But why are you talking about yourself though? Well, like, why does because your, I'm not mad about it. But why does your mind think? Why is your mind calling you upset. a disgusting pig? I'm not upset by that. It didn't hurt my feelings. First thing in the morning when I was driving somewhere. First thing in the morning. But why is your mind calling you a disgusting pig? Is that something you need to talk about? No. You sure? Hmm. But if you created the idea. It really happened. Oh. Okay. Well. Do you think that woman... Hurt my feelings? Yeah. No, no, no. Do you think that woman at some yes. point was hurt too late in life? Yeah. And couldn't recover? <clears throat> uh, maybe. I don't know. It's interesting. To, to, like, you know, they always say hurt people hurt people. So if someone never gets hurt, then you accept what that is? Like, is, 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 could awareness be cruelty? To, to the opposer? Sometimes, like in, in some cases. I mean, like a lot of people who, I don't mean to say everybody, but a lot of people who commit like heinous crimes usually have a childhood filled with abuse. Right. So does that mean that they lose it earlier? And therefore... Hmm. I don't know. I mean, obviously that's sort of a, I think that's a reach, but... I mean, that's an extreme... Yeah, so like every person who's ever been hurt in their life becomes a serial killer. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. The good thing I've had a fucking pristine life. But, you know. I don't know anything about any of the people, who, anything, dude. No, but that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I don't know anything, okay? It's all about perception. Yeah. So that kid who's been destroyed yeah, by you're Freud. Right. Yeah, yeah. Destroyed by Freud. Mm-hmm. Sigmund. Yeah, fucking Sigmund. He was, n- that kid probably, I mean, how many serial killers started off in, in a normal life? Oh. In a normal life. Like, did uh, they have, did they have a normal life and then transition? Did they go through the transition? <coughs> I don't know. Uh, I know that sometimes they have brain injuries and the frontal lobe is damaged. I'm saying 
If that kid was abused as a kid. Am I going to hit in the head and damaging his frontal lobe? Well, that, but like, it, obviously, that's not a normal life from the get go. No, because you get hit in the head and it damages your frontal lobe. So that's not even the idea <laughs> of ignorance is bliss because no, he was never given a chance to not have ignorance. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just right off the bat. You're sure. Well, I mean, I guess it's like, what, is it, what does chance have to do with it? A lot. I mean, ignorance is bliss. That idea is that someone is as ignorant of everything, of the world, and they are innocent because of that. They look at, they have an innocent mind, and therefore they don't see, see, see things that other people might see. You're asking, is that chance? I'm not saying. I'm saying it's not. I mean, it is, but it's. It, I mean, I don't know. I'm lost. My it's a touchy subject because. <clears throat> You could say anything is chance that way, you know. It is pretty much, dude. We could when we're walking here, we could get fucking hit by a car. Life is chance. Yeah, Life that's is a perception. Dice roll, dude. It's perception. You could look at that like we were supposed to get hit by a bus. How so? It's just the way you can look at it. I mean, I think that anything can happen to anybody at any time, no matter what, because it can't. Yeah. I mean, dude, a solar flare can pop off in the fucking atmosphere and we could yeah but there's two ways of looking at that it's not it's not about negative or positive no that's not what i'm saying i'm saying you can look at things like they're supposed to happen or they just did oh yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah you know what's weird is at the same time i think everything is random and chance-based i think there's things that happen for a reason yeah i'm i'm i used to think everything happened for a reason when i was younger like, I, if I spilled over some salt on the table, happened for a reason. But now I'm kind of leaning towards chance because I'm getting older and getting angrier. I think it's both. I think some things happen for a reason, some things don't. Like, if I flip my phone like this, did that happen for a reason? But you did it. Well, I guess it happened because I did it. So that the reason would be to explain that everything doesn't happen for a reason when the reason I did that was to prove that I guess that backfired didn't it yeah what if us getting hit by a bus then changed a rule about having buses here and then the next person doesn't get hit by a bus you know yeah and that person might change the world exactly that's what I'm saying and we're just dirt we're just catalysts It's all about perception. Hmm. That's good. That actually is really interesting. But ignorance <coughs> is bliss, yes. I envy those people. But the thing is, you can find, what's the word? Solace in them, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think if you surround yourself by them, you can learn behaviors that helps you. I think it helps, yeah, definitely. I think it's helpful to be able to not surround yourself with the stresses of life. I think people who are like that are doing that already. Yeah. Not worrying about everything. Like learning to ignore. <clears throat> yeah. Um, or even like. Yeah. I guess I made my point. Never mind. But a struggle that have I that that out of it. But that I've had. Mm -hmm. is, ex is accepting those people 
rather than envying them. Because like I just said, I think you can find good in those people. But Or you can be jealous, and then you can never grow. You know, I've never... That's one thing I have a hard time relating with, because I've never envied anything, ever. I don't know what that feels like, to be honest. It's I've always Jealousy. Thought, jealousy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. My sort of jealousy is, like, all metaphysical. <laughs> None of it's real. My, I've never been jealous, like... But you, did, you said you met people... Or ignorant. Yeah, but I'm bliss. not. I'm not. I'm. I'm happy. I'm the way I am. But it is blissful. I mean, granted, dude, I don't want to be happy all the time because then I don't know what happiness is. It's true. Like I don't want to be comfortable all the time because then I don't know what. Like I, I appreciate it more. That's why people have midlife crises. Yeah. Like right now, I'm pretty comfortable overall. I mean, more comfortable than I have been in the past, and I'm pretty glad about it. I wasn't this comfortable two years ago? I was fucking miserable two years ago. And now I'm okay, and I'm and I'm able to see how things are now, and see how much better things are, and I'm able to appreciate that a lot more than I was than I would be if I had never experienced anything before. Like you can you appreciate life better. Like ignorance is bl- like, like obviously people who don't ever experience any hardship. Yeah, sure, they're probably okay. Like they're probably pretty good, but I think people who experience hardship and they find the light in the end of the tunnel are better like they're better off yeah that's how I feel that's why I don't want to be that I don't I'm not jealous of that person because it's like yeah sure you're like that now but when it hits you it's gonna be fucking hard yeah but you know people always say that everyone has something maybe at some point at some point everyone has like a moment some sort of hardships Maybe. I mean, I guess it's very, dude. I guess it all depends on the age, too. Well, I think it's just... I look at struggle as more of a, a idea rather than an actual, like, thing to get over. Like, I think if someone... Depends on the... I think context. if someone's parents died and then someone else broke up with a five-year relationship very different struggles but it's still struggle yeah I think it's all just grief it is yeah different ways to handle it I honestly think that it's better to like like I know people I've known multiple people in my life who have never experienced like they like uh, never experienced any hardship at all to find hardship. See, dude, I think hardship is, is what you've experienced. No, though. it's not, dude. I haven't experienced the things that some of these people have experienced. Like, like we, when it comes to women, there's like, you know, uh, like sexual assault, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I haven't experienced that. At least in the, like, as a woman, like experiencing something like that is different because like that it creates sort of a I don't know I mean that's one example uh, I've never experienced a partner dying like a girlfriend or boyfriend I know people have experienced that mm. I've never experienced my parents dying 
Uh, I can understand how that could feel, though. I mean, I've experienced a lot of people passing away. I have a lot of close friends who've passed away. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of family members who've passed away, but, like, I, I, I mean, for me now, I think when people pass away, for the most part, if I'm not, if I'm not intimately involved with them or, like, direct people I see constantly, it doesn't affect me as much as it used to, and I'm happy for that. But, sorry, I went on a tangent. Uh, but you're saying I don't know what other people, what did you say? No, I was saying you only, like your idea of hardship is only what you've experienced. No, my idea of hardship is whatever fucking makes your heart beat, or whatever makes your cortisol fucking pump into your brain. If it's something, like, dude, like, <laughs> I mean, someone told me that you can't compare hardships. Hardships are hardships. If something seems easier for one person, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy for you, or if something seems hard for you, it doesn't mean it's going to be hard for someone else. Yeah. Or, I mean, sorry, I messed up that first analogy, but... Try it again. Uh, if someone, if some, something seems easy for you, it doesn't really mean it's going to be easier for someone else. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. I did it backwards. But... I think hardship is anything, like, you can probably write down a list of things that would be hard for somebody, and you can probably go from one spectrum to, like, like I guess there's a, what is hard for somebody is so fucking broad, because there's so much shit that you can be upset about. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think I'm aware of other people's hardships. I mean, I'm very empathetic towards people. And I like to put myself in other people's shoes to better understand them. Because that's always helpful. How do you do that? Talk, listen to them. And, like, <laughs> take in what they have to say. Like, get, get people to, not get them to, not, like, manipulative. Man, like, tell people what you deal with. Tell people what is inside your brain. And they'll tell you what's inside theirs. You know, it's a trust thing. It's like a, it's like a, um, a, I mean, obviously don't trauma dump on the fucking stranger. But if you're close to someone and you open up to them, they will open up to you as well. It's like an exchange. It's mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 going deeper in like a a bonding air, like level. And it works with friendships, relationships, acquaintances become friends. Hmm. That's bond. That's people. That's like we're a social species, and that's how we bond from misery. <laughs> I mean, at least that's what I think. Misery is bad, but also you can gain good things from it. Like as of everything, everything has a everything has its silver lining, even though it's like maybe maybe dark in some ways. You don't you don't my. Uh, well, okay, hold on. What were you gonna say? I said my therapist told me, you don't know what's bad news. You never know what's bad news. Like, bad news can be good news 10 years down the road. Bad news can be good news a week. Bad news can be good news the next day. Good news can be bad news. You just give it time, and it can change. It's perception, really. But perception can change in a matter of a fucking second. Yeah. All it takes is this one thing to change it. You can change your outlook on something real fast. Yep. Especially when you're younger. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Do you think ignorance is bliss? Is a struggle? 
No. Why not? Because there's no perception of struggle. It depends on how ignorant how ignorant they are. There's there's like a level. I mean, I guess so, it could be okay. some things could be a struggle, but some things may not. So you think those people will never be aware of that? Depends on the person. Like I think life in general is a struggle. I mean, being alive is a struggle. You have to eat every day. You have to fucking shit. You have to piss. You have to like. I don't do that. I don't do any of that. You have to like fucking sleep. Like it's a fucking. It's your living is a job in itself. It's a fucking checklist, and you could argue that. A, I mean, a struggle. I mean, what is that? Struggle is a. Uh, dude, there's people. There are people who are depressed. An obstacle. Yeah. To move forward. Yeah. So I mean, dude. I mean, if you're if you're down down on your luck enough, fucking eating food is an obstacle. Not for me. Not for some people. Oh wait, no. Yeah, it kind of is. Some people yeah. who we know oh, yeah. personally. If you yeah. catch my drift. I mean, yeah, it is for me sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like. Anything can be an obstacle, so anything can be a struggle, even as simple as it is. Like, it's all a matter of perception, like you said. And I've said that to you before. That's why I find that so interesting. Yeah. Life is what you wish to perceive. Yeah. Or life is what you make it. It's a song lyric of mine. <laughs> what? Life is what you wish to perceive. Yeah. I guess that's a more of a thesaurus way of saying life is what you make it. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> You'll hear it one day. Hmm, hopefully. I'll probably, I could probably hear it if I just ask. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. It's a good conversation. You could say that. Or maybe you could say it's a bad conversation. It's all a matter of perception. I guess someone else could say that. Yeah. Fuck them. That? Okay. Let me get sad for a second. I'm pretty passionate about film, right? Mm -hmm. I like watching film. I like talking about film. I get very upset when people, when I can't relate on interest in stuff like film. What do you mean? Like if I say, I like for Interstellar, for example, I love that movie. If someone doesn't like it, you get mad? I don't get mad. I get upset because... <clears throat> they don't get it? Not that they don't get it, but I feel like there's something else stopping them from seeing it the way that I see it. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know what? I understand that. I don't understand getting as upset about it, though. I, know, I, guess I, I get really upset. You know, I, I, love, I like relating to, with people on, on stuff like that. No, actually, you know what? I do understand that because... When it comes to things that I really like and people don't like it, I get kind of, I don't get mad. I mean, I get kind of mad. I was like, you just don't fucking get it. Like, I'll, I'll be like, I'll be kind of bitter. I don't think it's that, though. I don't think it's that they don't get it. I think it's like... You think they're missing out? That, and it's like, I feel like something happened to them where they're, it changed their perceptions so that they can't understand the movie that I the way I understand it. I mean, it, it is perception, but it's also like, you, there's going to be different... Like, that's art. I know that's art, but I think... You can, you can appreciate a painting. It doesn't mean someone else is going to appreciate it. Even They can appreciate it in a different way and see it completely different. Like, that's people, man. Yeah. But I also can't, like, explain how I feel about it. So it makes it even worse. You can, we can learn to you just sit down I know, and write. I, I, I mean, like, so for example, with me, uh, there's bands that I really like. If someone doesn't get it, I get kind of upset. But, I'm, but now, as I get older, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just, my taste is fucking weird. <laughs> like, that's fine. 
Dude, it's lonely, no, I, man. It's lonely. Yeah, I know, but you just get you get used to like, in, in, this, like, in the sense of like you've heard my music that I listen to. Do you daily? Do you listen? And if, if any of the bands that I've showed you, are you just like, oh my god, this is fucking art. This is no. But you yeah. also haven't showed me that much. I've showed you like, I've showed you a couple. Good couple bands. songs. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's like when I show you a song, it doesn't make you want to be like, oh man, I really want to listen to this. Which for me, that's what happened. So what I'm saying is like. Like, I don't care. But when I was younger, I used to care more about shit that I liked. When someone didn't get it, I was like... Especially with music. Because my music taste is, has developed so much in the years that I've been alive. I mean, my mom used to, like... Music is so enveloped. And it's crazy to me. Like, I get upset when people don't listen to music. Because music... There's people like that, dude. There's people who don't understand. It's not like a central part of their, part of their life. For me, music is like... A huge percentage of my life. Yeah, like, I have I spent agree. I've spent entire days just with headphones in my ears. That's yep. and that's more common now, but not com- like dude. I used to walk the hallways with headphones like when in middle school or in fucking high school every day. And, it's powerful. Yeah, and <laughs> no one like only a couple other people did that. Like and people don't get it, you know. I mean that's why my music taste is so. That's why I'm so eclectic when it comes to music because. I'm, I put in the hours, you know? Like, I listen to shit that's weird because it's like I put in the hours and I need to find... Like, you have a, you build an ear for it, you know? And that's rare. Yeah. I mean, it all depends on... You are who... You, you're, you're, like, like you said, like, your life is what you make it. And not everyone's going to make the same thing. If you ask someone to build a cake without the directions... Or bake a cake without directions. There's probably going to be a good amount of people who do it the same, and there's probably going to be a lot of people who do it completely fucking differently. Whether it just be the steps they take, or the way they fucking place it in the oven. Some people might place the sheet vertically. Some people might replace the sheet horizontally. And that little difference is like, you know, compare that to people's decisions they make in their lives. That little, that little fucking. Meaningless thing could make a difference in some way. It's hmm. a good analogy. People are complex. It's upsetting. Complex. Hmm? It's upsetting. Yeah, well, you know, that's life. Like people that's say life. life is misery all the time. I don't think so. I think life is just something. That's life. <laughs> I just want the people. Some okay, people it's a get fear. their kicks. Stop it, on a dream. It's a fear of mine. I want the people close to me to relate to things that I enjoy. Yeah, but you won't. Dude, me too. My dad's But that, that's it. I don't need anybody else. That's fine. I mean, yeah, but you won't, though. Dude, I know. My, my dad's 76. <laughs> it's upsetting. My dad's 76 years old, and I, I get, get half the shit that I like. And that's that is, that's fine. He likes that I like stuff. He's, a, he's happy that I'm not a fucking uncultured piece of garbage, but... He doesn't get it, you know. He's very into music. My mom's really into music. Do they like my music? My dad sometimes does. My mom, I haven't really showed her much, but... Like, uh... <clears throat> I mean, I've always had music. Like, I always had instruments. But did my parents ever care about playing an instrument except for my dad? No. I mean, like, my dad talks about it, but he's never done it. Hmm. Or, like... I don't know. Yeah, I wanted to go back to what you said with missing out. Dude, that's the thing. I think that's what it is. Yeah, dude, people struggle with that shit all the time. I don't. There's something about 
I don't know if that's just today's culture. No, it's no. not the first time I've seen, I've heard something like that when it comes to missing out in like a broader in like a broader idea of yeah. missing things. Like you don't want people to miss things. Other people don't want to miss things. It's like a big thing in today's world. I don't know if it's the fucking phones or what, but that's a really new thing. I've heard the, that a couple times now. Well, no, I was just, I was just saying like, the way that I enjoy things, people are missing, missing out, out on that feeling. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm saying, like. I don't know. See, like that's a, that, and there's another thing. So I've never experienced that. I've experienced getting mad when people don't like shit I like, <laughs> like that, like or people don't get it. Like so for for like fucking like Morrowind, or like some of the old fucking games I like to play. I occasionally will play a new game. Like Elden Ring was a big one for me. Um, Morrowind's like my, no, that's not true. Well, you know what? Yeah, Morrowind and System Shock Two, both made in like early two thousands nineties, are my two favorite games of all time. Do you want to know how many of my friends have played them both? None of them. Not a single fucking one has actually put in time and play either of them. So you know what I do? I say, okay, well, I get to enjoy it, and you don't get it, and that's fine. I'll get my enjoyment out of it, and you're, you're missing out. But they'll never enjoy it? No. They'll never put in the time. I disagree with that. I do. I mean, I just... I, <laughs> Thank I, you. No, no, I mean, sorry. I thought you said you were going to say something else. Um... Uh, we messed up on the script. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Let's take that back. <laughs> Let's redo that. No, um. no, but okay, no, no, because no. with that, I've had friends who didn't enjoy things that I've mentioned, and then maybe like a couple years later, they try it out. Well, I mean, that's how it was with Elden Ring, dude. You told me about Elden Ring, and I didn't fucking play it for like a couple but months. But that was different because you just had a bias. I'm saying like something about their, the way they look at things changes, so then they then enjoy what I was talking about. Well, maybe you just did it early. That's what I'm saying. I feel like at some point, everybody can look at something the same way. But what I get upset about is that I met them at the wrong time. Dude, I don't or know. Or I talked about it at the wrong time. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I just think that people Because that's just have the way you perceive interests. it. As people, have people have different interests, though. Like, dude, I don't think so. I guess dude, I, have, okay. I, have more, I have more faith than you. I have more faith than you in people. No, you don't. I'm very faithful to people. I, no. I just understand that people have different... I do. I am faithful in people. Don't say you're more than me, though. I'm not saying I'm more. I'm just saying you just that, said you're more. I mean, maybe not more, but I mean, I feel like it's just different. But being faithful in people and understanding that people have different interests are different things. Not everyone's going to love the movies I like. I don't fucking care. I just think we're more alike than we think. Mm, no. Why, why no? Why no? Because I think people... I think people are more different in a lot of smaller aspects. We're more alike in some ways, but when it comes to interests, they're not going to find another person who is fucking picture-perfect interests, like, same exact things. You're going to find similarities, but you're never going to find someone... Yeah, but there's, out, there's... That's like saying that you're going to find someone with the same life as you. Your interests... What you're interested in is determined by your life experiences, and no one has experienced the same things you have. Unless there's like they're in a yeah, fucking lab. But exactly. So what if there was no life experience? What do you mean? I'm saying like there's a template for a human being. No? Yes. Dude, how? I think there is. I don't think so. Dude, if a fucking there are children who are born and left by their parents and they're literally That's raised. an experience. That that changes them. And they're fucking feral people, man. They don't have 
any perception of anything. They're like that's that's been fucking. How do you know that? Because in their head, dude. This is there's scientific studies on this sort of thing. There's there was like there was this is a long time ago, but I think there was like a little girl or something who was like abandoned and she grew up like years by herself in the fucking woods or something. Yeah, I know, I know, I've heard. Yeah, and she. Do you think she fucking inter- like appreciates Interstellar? Like, like, dude. It's, it's, no, that's what I'm. Okay, uh, what I'm saying here like means nothing, but I'm just saying. If that girl doesn't go through that, she could have a chance to be similar to somebody else. I mean, what is that? Like, I mean, is it Interstellar in particular, or is it other things as well? Because I know it's, it's po- other things. Okay. But I mean, because Interstellar in particular, what is it about that that you wish people would understand? Because I'm curious to see if I already know what it is, and I just don't relate to it as much because of my experiences. Because that would prove you, that would prove me right. <laughs> It could be. Is it the end? Is it the whole? Is it okay, the whole theme towards the no, end? No, it could be a bias because I feel like that was one of the first movies I saw in theaters that really made me like think about movies. Really? Yes. God damn, I'm older than you. Fuck. Yeah. God. But I also was, you know, I was a hermit. How old were you? Up. I'm a little hermit growing up. I didn't really experience oh. a lot of things. Oh, okay. You know. How old? When that come out? 2011. I'm 14. Oh. So I was 12. Oh shit, man! God, I was like fucking. Which was also a year after, uh, some things happened. Oh yeah, yeah. but God, that happened. So that... I was, I was, you know, yeah. I was in an emotional state, you know. Holy shit! Wait, that happened when you were. Well, I don't want to yeah. get into it, but God, I thought you were younger. Fuck, that's not that long ago. Yeah, I know. I guess in the grand but, scheme of things. But yeah, I don't know. And then, uh, and then I. That's also around the time I took in, Attack on Titan. Oh, that was later. No, that was actually before it. Were you your friends with Clint when you were 12? No. I thought he told you about that. No, I, my brother told me about that. Oh. What did he and tell that, you? I, but that story has a place in my heart as well. So maybe I just have biases towards... Stories. Well, okay, so, um, dude, okay. But, okay, but no, let me add on to it. So with Inner... With inter- yeah, okay. I don't know where we left off, but it had to be just like a second. Um, Interstellar... As I've gotten older, there's a lot of themes in that movie that I've realized have really shaped my perception of life. Can you be more specific? No, I don't really care. We're on a podcast, bro. People need to hear this. <laughs> um, okay, like I said earlier, when I was younger... I believed everything happened for a reason. That movie made me believe that. Okay. Because he was doing all that to himself the entire time. So that made me believe that this is all just, you know, my doing. You wanna know what's interesting about that? Which is all hold on, which also could prove that there is a path already aligned. And you're just fulfilling it. That I'm not saying that's how it is. That's just that was what no, that no, movie no, created. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that what that's what belief that created that that movie created for me. Yeah. At such a young age. Can I say something? Yes. So the reason why you feel that way is because you had a very traumatic experience, <laughs> and the, you, you were attached to that idea because yeah. it helped you cope. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm realizing that now, you know. Yeah, dude, I have, I have things like that. I'm trying to think of stuff that's in particular. I know there's stuff. 
I kind of like block stuff out because it reminds me of things. But I'm glad you just said that because, you know, that's why it makes me upset. Oh, yeah, no, I understand. And it's good to be aware of it now, you know. So, like, when people are like, oh, that movie sucks, it's like, well, (laughs) you can go jump off a bridge. No, I don't even understand that. It's like, that's like someone who has a fucking, like, stuffed animal as a a comfort item, and they're just like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. They don't get it. It hurts, you know. You don't get it. You wouldn't get it. Yeah, that's why. That's why I mean. You should always be aware of how someone else, like, like I'm. I can be purposely an asshole. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I can be purposely an asshole because I think it's funny to troll. Like, I, 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 I like to mess with. People. I don't like to use the word troll because I think it's cringe. But I like to mess with people occasionally. I think it's funny. You're a troll. But I also am aware of people's feelings, and I'll never push something too far to that point, unless I didn't deserve it. Okay. This so really- that being said. Um, I used to tr- fucking with people as to cope with things for like in my entire childhood. Like me and my friend Jeff, who I don't talk to anymore. Fuck you, Jeff. I'm sorry, Jeff. I just miss you, buddy. Um, shout out. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, no, dude. I-, I coped with a lot of fucking bullshit in my childhood. Going on Xbox and yelling at people. And, <laughs> and people were like, they don't get it. I'm just like, I take that personally because it's, it's literally just, it's hurt people, hurt people. But in that case, it's innocent hurt. Like, it's not real. At least that's how I see it. Which is really cringe to have that compared to a movie that's, I like Interstellar, don't get me wrong. I do. But I don't personally relate to it like you, like the way you see I don't see it the way you see it because obviously for clear indication why, but... People don't fucking get it. See, but that's what makes me upset. Like, you don't get it when I fucking talk to people weird. I'm all weird sometimes. No, but what makes me upset is that I have to. I had to go through that at 11 to enjoy Interstellar. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's what makes me upset. Well, I mean, you can't change Well, you know what? I mean, okay, so for example, I guess this is different because I've seen, not for example, I don't remember anyway, but I've got the therapist for a very long time now. So I think I have a very different outlook on things than you do. I think you're very similar to me when I was like, yeah, no, I see where you're coming from completely. For the record, a good friend of mine died when I was 11. I'll just say that. Yeah, that's a bit of an understatement, but yeah, I think that's an understatement. <laughs> what actually happened? What you? What actually? I, you don't want to say anything, listeners. What actually happened to Chris when he was 11 years old was pretty fucking bad. It was a little fucking rough. So just to give it the, the level of rough it deserves. I appreciate okay. you saying that, Nick. Yeah, but when, you, when you told me that that first time, I was like, God damn, I think about that a lot. Really? Yeah. Dude. I don't even think I explained it that well. You, I remember it. I mean, you didn't tell me everything, but what I heard was pretty intense. Yeah. If I, if I had experienced it, well, it's pretty bad. Yeah, not fun. Stick with me for the rest of my life. Oh, you're telling me. Yeah. It it has so far, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I like Interstellar. Mm-hmm. I like Interstellar. <laughs> but just like that difference, I guess. So yeah, but I think. You're kind of making me think about a lot of things now. Sorry, is it bad? No, 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 no. It's like, you just kind of made me realize why I enjoy. Um. Not film, more specific, like, 
you made me realize why I enjoy things the way I do. That's no sign. Yeah. I mean, like, not in every case. I think in a lot of cases it, it, it changes. But I think what people are, what people's interests are, is somewhat of a reflection of themselves. To a degree. Which is also what I'm saying. I can see that. Yeah. You know, so it's like, if you don't like a movie like Interstellar, I don't think you're a very like faithful person. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's harsh, but like well, yeah, well, that's just to just dismiss that is like I think it's, it's I think you have to understand people don't give a fuck about feeling you. Like I know it's <laughs> upsetting. Like, <laughs> like you're not going to be friends with everybody. So like like for example, I remember, and I don't know if you're referring to a conversation that I don't know who else was there. No, I've had I've talked to a lot of people about Interstellar. This is we, we had like, this happened a couple of days ago. Right? Yeah, it's at work. <laughs> um, oh fuck! Um, in the case, like, okay, dude, Evil Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Favorite movie of all. One of my favorite movies of all time. When I watch it with people, I feel bare embarrassed because I feel like they don't see it the way I do, and I feel like like it's it's like I'm attached to the Evil Dead series because it was like. I watched at a certain point in my life where like really dark, like almost absurd comedies, but like violent, like dark comedy shit like that, I really liked because it, it helped me cope with a lot of shit when I was younger. And I don't know, I feel like a lot of people forget that I'm the same way. And I, but I have a different perspective on you do because I don't show it I don't show it to people usually. I don't tell people what I like because I don't want them to be I don't want to get mad like you do. I've been mad. <laughs> like when people say and even though Evil Dead, even like that's just one example. That's a stupid example too. This was a bunch of shit. I guess Bronson is another one. Not a lot of people like that movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. And I've showed that to a couple people, and it still kind of gets obsessed when I think about how everyone I've showed that movie has not liked it at all, because they do not get it. They don't get it. I relate to a fucked up character in a movie, which is a movie, I don't relate to the real person. And I relate to that experience, even though it's not, it's very different from my life. But, hmm. but, have you seen that movie? No. No. It's very, it's very violent, but it's goofy. But it's based off a real person. And it's like... God, I don't want to say anything fucking too... I don't want my employers to look at this someday. Since <laughs> I get worried about something. But basically relating to things... And other people disliking that... When they're completely different people. Like the people who dislike that movie, who I showed it to you... Were so far from me... I completely understand why. And I don't expect other people to enjoy the things I do in the same way because that's never going to be the case. You can learn to appreciate other people's passions for things. And you can have people appreciate your passion for things as well. I appreciate your passion for film. I mean, I'm passionate about film, but not in the same way. I'm more passionate for acting. But I'm not, I would never want to direct. Yeah, but... but I appreciate your passion. I appreciate your passion for Interstellar now. Now that I know when exactly you were in that movie, that's really, that's actually really, like, meaningful. 
Especially with the theme of that movie. That's yeah. meaningful. If you were to say that to people, why they liked it, or why, like, that changes. I guess I could say that, yeah. It changes the entire narrative. Yeah. I didn't know that. When you told me you liked that movie, I was like, okay, it's a little goofy. Does that change but your yeah, view, no, of the the view of the movie now? Yeah. yeah. There you go. There's a fucking... But you see? You see, you changed your mind. Yeah. So why can't everybody else? Because did you say that to anybody else? No, but what if I did? Then they might change their mind. That's what I'm saying. And if they didn't, then people, some people just don't. I mean, I'm, I'm open to changing my mind about things. You know, I'm okay, not, well, it comes down to that then. Yeah. But I still, I'm still think that people can, your interest can, what we were saying before. You can change somebody's interest in something. You can change someone's interest. You can change someone anyway. You can change someone for the better or for the worse <laughs> with anything you do. That's what that's a, that's another thing people don't understand. I think often is that you, it, everything you do interacts with the world. Everything, unless you're on the other side, but you do in another way. You interact with yourself, and that's the world. You're part of the world. Um, if I go out there and I say something to somebody, there's a chance that they'll think about that for a week, mm. and it will affect them. Mm. Everything in someone's brain affects the way they see things. Mm. If I see, if they see me walking down the fucking hallway, unless they see my tattoos or something, that might be a reminder of something for them. Mm. Every you are, you living in the world interacts with the world, even if you don't even fucking know it. So it's crazy, man. It's fucking chemistry. <laughs> like it's the same concept. It's like it's a crazy world out there. It's like look at every science, every well not every science, but most sciences are interactions, and that's our existence is interactions. Fucking, basically, or we live because of interactions. It's pretty deep. Yeah. That's like you know when people say, "Oh, that's deep." No, this is like actually, <laughs> like not metaphysically, this is actually like. It goes deep yeah. into our head. It's literally reality as yeah. we know it. Yeah. You can, you can, you can, instead of, um, like, you can change a narrative if you know how to, if you know how to say something in a certain way. If you, if you talk about Interstellar and you explain every single thing that you are passionate about it, you can change people's fucking minds. And they'll watch it and they'll think about things that you have said and they'll be like, wow, you know what? This is one of my favorite movies now. But, okay. Unless they're dumb. And they don't give a fuck, which is probably, well, not dumb, but they just don't fucking. So I could just say that? Yeah. I like that movie because this happened? Yeah. You can explain why. I could just, out of nowhere, just throw that out of nowhere? Dude, Maddie has not liked stuff. She said she didn't like it, and then I explained to her why I liked it so much, and then we watched it, and she likes it now. But my case is a bit extreme. Not necessarily. You can stay, you can, you can, just because they don't have the same experience doesn't mean they can't appreciate what you like about it. People are not that hard-headed. Why do you get so fucking quiet all of a sudden? I don't know. My air conditioning turned off. Where are the vents? Oh, it's there. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm going to try that. You're too close-minded. Me? Yeah. How am I? Because you don't think about that stuff. Because perspective. Widen your view. Broader perspective instead of more narrow perspective. You're very narrow thinking, which is fine because that's normal. Narrow thinking is pretty much the norm. But what? how did you just turn that on to me? I'm talking about other people. Because you're looking at it in a way where you can't change other people when you can. No. Yes, you are. No. Even though you don't realize it. I've just been saying to you that I can change people. Have you tried? 
No. Do you think that you really can? Or because you, the way you worded it, and maybe I'm wrong, but the way you worded it is you like, people don't get it because they don't appreciate it, but have you tried? Or do you think that people will never appreciate it without even trying? That's narrow thinking. Broader no, thinking. I haven't tried. I don't think they never can. I just haven't tried. You, you got me. All right. Bitch. I'm scared. Get fucked. I'm scared to take the first step. Because because all I see is every negative thing ten miles down the road. That's Goodwill Hunting. You gotta watch the movie. No, but I it, I hold on to that line because it's very true. He says. Is that Matt Damon saying that? No, that's that's uh, Robin Williams. Johnny Jumer, yeah. He says you can never. Because he he asks him if he's had a soulmate. He says you have a soulmate, Will, somebody who challenges you. And Will's like, yeah, uh, Michelangelo, whatever. He names all these artists. And Robin Williams is like, they're all dead. You don't have dialogue with them. And then he, Matt Damon doesn't talk. And then he's like, you can never have a relationship in a world where you never take the first step. Or you're too afraid to take the first step. Because all you see is the negative thing 10 miles down the road. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's you. That's me. I know. I'm working on it. And I think once I figure it out, boom, it's off to the races. When I gradually figure it out, boom, it's off to the races. You know what I've been talking about with Maddie lately? Rejection therapy? What is that? It's basically you put yourself in situations where you expect an answer, a negative response maybe. Uh, And it may not always be negative. You might be you might be preconceived to think that everything will have a negative response. So, or if it does have a negative response, you learn to not be so fucking upset by that. I think I'm bad. At, I think I'm pretty good at it, but I'm uh, I, I'm not good at it in a lot of other ways. I think it really is like the fucking weather for me. It's really interesting. Just ask, like, I mean, obviously, like, you can do it, doesn't have to be, like, without, like, can you pretty much do like, a lot of things without hurting anybody? <laughs> like, you could just say, like, hey, can I get a tour of the back room of this grocery store? <laughs> like, they're not gonna, like, they might say yes, you know? Yeah. But it's a, it's a weird fucking thing to ask, and your expectations probably are gonna be, like, what? But they might just be, like, yeah, sure, you wanna come see? Or they'll be, like, oh, actually, no, let me go ask my manager, and they'll go, like, Go to fucking Walmart and do that. It's insane. But it's like, there's a therapeutic element to it. Where it's like, you are doing something insane. At the same time, it's like, if they say yes, then what else other people will say yes to? You know? Mm. I find that fascinating. Or learning like to sing. Like, I, I do this, I sing a lot. Like, obviously you know that. <laughs> like, I sing all the time. Uh-huh. Probably seen on the podcast. I don't. Remember. I think I sang earlier in this podcast, and um, I don't. I've been told that I actually have a nice voice when I try. I don't like to sing ever. It makes me very uncomfortable to sing in front of people, so I started doing it more often. And I don't try usually. I don't like. I just do like a joke thing, but it's made me more comfortable with other things. It's made me more, more comfortable in just speaking my mind, which I'm already pretty comfortable with, but it's taken a lot. So how do you take that first step, Nick? Just do it. You take it. You fucking walk. 
you take the first step and you take the next one. It's not that hard. You just do it. Just do it. It's fucking Nike. They say this all the time, man. There's not trying. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. It's actually really, as cheesy as that is, the just do it thing, it is, it is, unless you're a serial killer and you're doing something horrible. Right. Usually it's a pretty good advice if it's not awful. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. I find it cheesy as fuck, but maybe it's because they made it that I don't like corporate fucking entity. And also, Shia LaBeouf's a little goofy sometimes. But it is true. Okay, well, I'm going to do it. You just can't pussy out of it. I'm going to set off the... I could end the episode there, but I'm not going to. Um, yeah. I think being afraid, like fear, is a really fucking powerful feeling. Fear can control your entire existence. Um, and being able to being able to overcome fear, if not everything, but things one at a time, is very helpful for existing. <laughs> like, Let's say that again. I said, um, being able to conquer fears, if not like even little fears, one thing at a time, it makes existing a lot easier. Because fear, I mean, is it's like the it's like a it's like one of the most powerful yet hidden emotions. Like no one talks about it that often. You don't hear people saying, "Oh, I'm I'm scared," unless it's like watching a fucking movie. Yeah. People don't even, people aren't even aware because it's such a complex feeling. Yeah. People can become angry when they're afraid. Mm-hmm. People become sad when they're afraid. Mm-hmm. People can laugh when they're afraid. It's the root. Yeah. It's interesting. It's love and fear. Yeah. Interstellar. It's passion. <laughs> no, not so much fear, but love is passion. Interstellar. I'm not. You should be. <laughs> I'm having a great time hanging out with my, my bud, talking into a mic. Who's mine? Using the real soda in my voice. Uh. Oh, whoa, what the hell was that? I sound like a... Did you touch something? Is it still recording? Yeah. It's not cool. It sucks. But it's good to be aware of it. Yeah. I'm aware of it. It just came to me last night to think like that. Yeah. Which is weird that we're talking about it now. But Everything I'm afraid of, if I let it scare me, it fucking controls me. Which sucks. And people probably have experienced the same thing. But it's about being able to control what you're afraid of. I think a lot of people have no control over their internal mind that they can that they want to control everything externally. When you can do the opposite and you can be more happy with what you like mindfulness, you know? That's the opposite of mindfulness. Wanting to control everything, wanting to 
have some sort of will on the world, when in reality, everything you will will be gone eventually. So it's best to learn to enjoy instead of control. rich, cool philosopher. There's no rich philosopher. <laughs> um, I'm, no, I'm no cool guy. I'm a cool guy. What am I? I'm not rich. I'm just some fucking bum. Some deadbeat bum. You're kind of a loser, bro. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, my, my uh, Close friend told me recently. I was talking to him. He's an older man. I was talking to him, and he said to me, "I have. I told him I wasn't. I wasn't reading lately. I haven't been reading any books at all lately. Mainly because of before it was because of school. This semester, this was fucking sucked. Uh, and it only was very, very brief semester for me. It just fucking sucked. And also just other stuff going on. And I'm, I've been, And when you get out of that. It's sort of like going to the gym, right? When you go to the gym a lot, it becomes a routine. When you read a lot, it becomes a routine as well, but then you kind of just lose it. And he told me, and I do think a lot of people don't appreciate reading anymore, but he told me that all those distractions are keeping away from my education. And I was like, damn, that's true. I've learned so much from just fucking reading shit. More than I can, like, I, I, feel like I've grown so much as a, as a person just from reading like a couple books even one book can completely change my my life I mean like I learned that when I was in high school I read uh, I read uh, Brave New World I think in senior year which I didn't really read much before that I don't think I, I don't remember the last book I read before that but I read Brave New World in like two days no like three four days maybe and it completely changed my fucking whole mindset when I was like 17, maybe. And um, now I think it's kind of cringe. Not the book, but just that idea that it changed me so much. But it, I do find it really fascinating how just like a movie hasn't really done that in the same way that a book has. A music hasn't done that. And I'm super passionate about music. It's just, I think people should read more. Because everything that I say, and everything that, my outlook and everything is just from a lot of shit that I've read and an amalgamation of all of it. We're too distracted. Life is a distraction. Like our whole, like you go on fucking, you watch, like dude, advertisements now are so fucking rampant. And they're basically just glorified distractions for you to buy, think about buying something. Yeah. And that's just an easy sample. Like, the way we live as a culture is about, like, fucking phones. I know people talk about, look up from the screen. But it is. It is. It's like, it's a fucking distraction. Phones are not used for phone calls anymore. They're used for fucking toys. Entertainment boxes. I think entertainment nowadays is... Not all the time, but I feel like a lot of it's like empty. Yeah, it's like feeding on somebody's blood. Yeah. You know? 
potato, like, like suck on it. Yeah, it's like um, just for like. I hear people saying like serotonin, and, and they use like hormones as, as a an example. Like they're just fucking pulled, like a minor boost of serotonin or endorphins, or not so much endorphins, but just serotonin. Um, yeah, or like waterboarding somebody. Like enjoyment. You're talking about entertainment? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I did that all the time. Like um, strapping someone down and like one by one picking their fingernails off. Where is this coming from? You're talking about entertainment. I don't know. Entertainment can be meaningful. Read more. People always talking about go to the gym. Yeah, go to the gym, but also do other things too. Like I see those TikToks sometimes, and it's like go to the fucking gym. I honestly think they should be saying do do something valuable. Like do something that you gain something from. Don't do meaningless shit. Gym is just one thing you can do. You can do a fuck ton of stuff that's meaningful. Even playing a game is meaningful. As long as you don't do nothing else. It's sort of like eating one food. When you eat one food, it's not good for you. When you do one thing, it's not good for you. Like, I think a lot of people say, I need to get a hobby. No, I need to get hobbies. <laughs> to like do more than one. Have interests. Lots of them. Yeah. It makes life a hell of a lot easier. Others... You can have ones that are like meaningless, like you don't, all you get from it is like a little fucking, oh, that was fun. Or even just stuff that you gain value from. I prefer the valuable ones. I, though I do, I do meaningless shit too. I think I like, I think I like, like the video games I always gravitate towards are always uh, like, uh, always are. brain games like I get anything that exercises my fucking critical thinking mm-hmm. anything that doesn't I get fucking bored with so fast like reaction time games like I'm, I, I'll enjoy them but I'll get, like it's, it gets boring that's why I like Elden Ring Elden Ring's a thinking man's game Dark Souls is a thinking man's game yeah uh, Marwin's a thinking man's game even though it's just numbers at that point where it's like fucking like Reading. Uh, System Shock is sort of kind of. Sort of just a navigation. But. That's my rambling thing, though. You're speaking truth. Truth. funny when you hear people saying go out and do something or go outside and do something like yeah do that but like just do shit that is that brings value to your life it doesn't have to be go like my dad used to always say oh go to the gym it brings value to your life and then I did nothing else like I went to the gym I worked out and I did nothing I didn't know what to do with myself no that's not good either 
Putting all your eggs in one basket is bad, no matter what it is. I've told you that before. Putting all your, I, my, that's taken me a long fucking time to understand. Putting your eggs in that one basket, no matter what it is. Fucking money, dude. Passive income is putting is not putting all your eggs in one basket. Getting all your money from one place, that is. Rich people don't get all their money from one place, unless they're fucking lucky as hell. Unless you're in a relationship and you are loyal. That's good. I guess there's like different things. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, assuming that they are two. Well, that should be a shared basket, right? Mm-hmm. You share your eggs. Share the eggs. Don't eat them all. Yeah. How long have you gone? About 110. Okay. Was that a good episode? What do you think, audience? Was that a good episode? Answer this prompt. Answer this prompt. That's good. Thanks. Not a funny episode, but I like this episode. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> nope. I, uh, I don't know if I have a monologue. We don't have to do a monologue today because I feel like it changes. If, if I were doing a monologue, I'm going to want to play a bunch of garbage and <laughs> change the tone completely. All right, we, we'll take a break. We'll do it next week. From the monologues. The monologue Have a good week and day and month and year. Have a good life. Have a good life, yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Perceive it correctly. Yeah. Pertaining to you. And go read it at some point. Don't perceive it the, the way other people perceive it. Perceive it through your eyes and enjoy it. Go read the book of Crack and the Cosmic Egg. Actually, don't if you're scared. Of what? The book. It's okay, scary. don't scare. If you're scared of the book, don't read it. Yeah. Go, go get like, some fucking mindfulness book or something from the store or the library. Get something cool. Just get a philosophy book. Get something cool or else. <laughs> All right. Episode 18. Accomplish nothing. (coughs) Later.